Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. You bloody cheeky so-and-so. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit and entitled parents as well. Titled, Am I the Arsehole for telling my daughter's father we are not a family? I, 33 female, am a single mother to a six-year-old girl. I've raised my daughter all on my own. She was born from a one-night stand with a now former friend. 37 male. We never got together and he refused to be involved in my pregnancy or my daughter's first four years of life. I was stressed out emotionally because it's a big change, but I never asked for child support or forced him to be involved. I have enough income to send my daughter to private school. I'm perfectly fine on my own. The issue started when he reappeared from wherever he went and decided he wanted visitation. He's not on my daughter's birth certificate father is listed as unknown he wanted to have that amended i said no and that if he wants best he'll get is to meet her in outings with myself or my daughter's godparents he agreed but he's been constantly pressuring getting parental rights court already gave him a big fat no unless he pays for four years of child support which his income goes somewhere around 230k usd he hasn't paid a cent my daughter doesn't even call him dad or recognize him as dad. She calls him Mr. I keep it very clean. I never bad talked him, never made up stories. When she asked about her father, I used to say it was just the two of us. Even during court, the assigned CPS agent testified that my daughter had no affection or clear relationship with her biological father. Now the main issue happened in a PTA meeting. He would say things like, my family thinks, or what is best for my family. I didn't agree with him and I voiced by saying my daughter has different needs and those are priority. He was clearly angry. After the meeting, there was a moment for teachers and parents to mingle and just talk how the kids are doing. One of the teachers approached me to apologize, saying she didn't know my husband and I didn't like a project she was doing with the kids. I told her I had no husband and my daughter loved the project and wants to be a part of it. The teacher then told me that my former friend was going around talking like he's my husband and he represents the family. I saw red. I walked to him and very loudly told him that we need to talk in private. In the parking lot, I told him we are not a family and that he either will respect I am the only one that can make decisions on my daughter's education or he won't be involved. He went on about being her biological father. I reminded him he has not paid a cent for the pregnancy, my daughter's needs, or even the private school my daughter's in. He hasn't tried to see my daughter since, which she doesn't mind at all. I asked her, I do feel bad about what I said. Am I the arsehole? I wanted to add because the PMs are driving me insane. 
He has the money to pay child support. He chose not to pay. He was never prohibited from being involved. He had my phone number. I sent him pictures and invited him to birthdays and other big celebrations. He never came. PSA, we are not in the US. So Max the Cookie asks OP, they said, why is he in a PTA meeting with you? Have you told the school that he can't pick her up? Not the arsehole, he decided to leave and did not support you during the pregnancy or the first four years of her life. He's not a parent. He might be the father in a sense that he is the bio parent, but he's not a father to your daughter. Opie says he actually forced himself into the meeting. I wanted to give it a chance for him to be involved. I didn't expect him to act this way though. Their article asks OP, and how exactly did he know the time and place? OP says the school has a public schedule in its website. He knows the school she attends. Their article then replies and saying, and with him not being on the birth certificate, why didn't you just tell anyone, admin, teacher, etc., that he had no legal relationship with your child? Why didn't the teachers ask? How did the teachers not know he wasn't your husband? A private school has much fewer students. Haven't you met and talked to your kid's teacher? So many questions. Opie says, to be fair, I've kept my family situation very private. It's not well seeing where I live to be a single mother. Most people assume I'm either a widow or my husband is overseas. Admin knew, but I had no real time to correct him. Plus, I didn't want to make too big a scene. That's why I took it to the parking lot. No personality says, info. Why is he at the PTA meetings? Or sounds like he has no legal rights to your child. Why not just have the school remove him? If it's a nice private school, he has no rights and you foot the entire bill. Then they should be more than happy to trespass him rather than risk losing your money. Hoopy says, I've been trying to get him involved. He wants a relationship with my daughter. I'm okay with it. He has no legal rights, but I have no problem of him being part of her life. He just doesn't get to make decisions on things he's not paying for, like school. And for me, it was just giving me like really icky vibes reading that. In the fact that, you know, he hasn't been part of this child's life for four years, but then starts to get back involved. Turns up to this PTA meeting and starts saying things like, my family thinks, or what's best for my family? I mean, what the hell? Even Mouse says, you're the arsehole, but not for the reasons you think. This man comes back after all this time to insert himself into your life and you let him. Look at all the things you've listed he refused or failed to do, and you still have him involved. The PTA meeting is a very important thing for the future of your child. He should only be allowed to attend if he is involved in her life as a parent, which you've clearly stated he is not. So why are you letting him? You are the arsehole for allowing this man, who is only a sperm donor, not a father in any meaning of the word, to be involved in a meeting that is very important to the future of your daughter. Now be a parent and do what is in the best interest of your daughter and stop entertaining this idiot. I think it's important to mention that, you know, OP did say that he just turned up to this meeting. He saw it on the school website and just turned up to it. Not that the commenter knew that at the time. OP comes in with their first update and says, I, 33 female, are going to preface this by saying my six-year-old daughter's father, 37 male, I'm going to call him Jeff, has never been my romantic partner. We had a one-night stand. I don't like people calling him my ex since it makes it seem like we had some kind of emotional attachment. He was never involved after I told him I was pregnant and actually wanted me to terminate the pregnancy. I decided to raise my child alone since I have enough money to raise her without child support. For the whole pregnancy in the first four years, Jeff was not in the picture. On my mother's recommendation, I did send him pictures and invited him to special events, but he always replied he had no interest in my daughter. Two years ago, 
he reappeared and began demanding parental rights. When I didn't do what he wanted, he sued and was told no, he was not getting parental rights. He was given the offer to pay child support and then we can revisit giving him actual rights, but he has refused. He has the money, much more than me, but he refuses. I still offered to let him see my daughter in a casual manner, no child support needed, with the agreement anything legal, medical, or educational will not involve him. He pushed the boundaries and we had a fallout. After that, we didn't hear from him for almost six weeks before he called to meet for Christmas. After much discussion, I agreed to bring my daughter over on the condition my daughter's godparents could come. Thus, we went over for Christmas dinner. When finding out Jeff is married and had never told his family he had a child, it was great to be judged by a bunch of strangers. It was uncomfortable the whole time. I'm going to use fake names, but let's say my daughter's name is Katie. His wife kept calling my daughter Gabrielle. Not the actual name she used, but it was that different to my daughter's name. The wife was also very physical, trying to pick up my daughter or parent her. I would block her or tell her to please let me deal with my child. The whole time, she pretty much ignored me, but Katie didn't seem nervous, so I decided to bide my time. I hit my limit when my daughter said she needed the bathroom, and this stranger went, Oh Gabby, you need potty? Let mummy change you. My daughter hasn't worn diapers in a while now, and she's more than capable of going alone to the bathroom. I immediately told her to stay away from my daughter and that we are leaving. The woman started wailing that I was kidnapping her baby girl and tried to lunge at me. Her in-laws got in the middle and held her, consoling her and saying that we weren't leaving and for her to calm down like she was the victim. At that point, I just glared at Jeff and told him he better explain or I'd be calling the police. He asked me to speak in private in another room and I could just leave my daughter with his parents. No way that would ever happen. Katie's godparents took her with them despite the wife having a full meltdown. Jeff and I spoke outside and explained that he and his wife recently lost a daughter. I'm not going to give specific details on that. All I say, it was sudden and nobody's fault. And as I can only imagine, it has caused some psychological issues to his wife. Apparently, he had the brilliant idea that having Katie pass as their lost child would help his wife without telling me. And that's why he wanted visitations and parental rights. He pleaded for me to leave my daughter with him for a little bit. I asked him what his plan was when his wife healed. His response was disgusting. Well, I'll just send Katie back with you and it would just be like before. I told him he was insane if he thought that I would let him use my daughter like that. What his wife needs is therapy with a professional, not feeding her delusions. I would not let that woman within miles from my daughter. He told me I was being cruel and didn't know the pain of losing a child. I agreed with him, but reminded Jeff that my priority is not his family, it's my child. What he and his family do to work through their grief has nothing to do with us. I also told him to call his lawyer because I'm making sure he never has contact with my child. So that's what I'm bracing for. He's been blasting my phone since Christmas, but I can easily ignore him. My daughter and I are both doing a small travel vacation. This isn't an update, just something I feel needs to be said. My daughter is set for life monetarily. She has a trust and I make really good money in my position. If she was 18 right now, I could put her through college without a loan. She doesn't need child support for quality of life. If I could get child support and never worry about her father trying something, I'd be suing him in a heartbeat. But after talking to a lawyer and realizing the risk, I've taken the decision that child support or possible inheritance is not worth my child's safety. Safety is always first. 
OP updates around the 6th of January and says, Hey everyone, Happy New Year's. This isn't so much a real update as just letting people know we are home and safe. My daughter is spending the rest of her vacation with her godparents on another trip while I work on things. Moving might be something I'll be looking into, though that is a long-term plan considering all it takes. I won't share too many details on what my lawyer is going to be doing, but we are absolutely going to push for a restraining order. I might not post for some time, at least not until things are settled. I do appreciate all the support and good advice. I'm taking a lot of it into account as I plan how to move forward. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Adman asks on the back of that one saying, any chance he's dumb enough to text you any of the things he said? It would be nice to have a paper trail for the cause instead of just your word versus his. Opie says, oh, he has text some stuff. Not his whole brilliant idea, but enough to be creepy. Doesn't help he doesn't use my daughter's name, but the name his wife was using. Another commenter says you should probably get a restraining order since I can definitely see him, his wife, or other family members trying to kidnap your daughter. I'll show pictures to her school and other caretakers and let them know the situation. Your daughter's sperm donor is dealing with some grief issues of his own and, like his wife, has gone off the deep end. You need protection in place ASAP, since most children are kidnapped by family. Opie says we're planning for my daughter to stay for a little with her godparents. They can drop her and pick her at school while I deal with the legal stuff. Absolutely going for a restraining order. Some time later, Opie comes in with another update and says, Hey everyone. I decided to post a last update since I'll be going full silent for a long period. For those that didn't know, I'm right now dealing with my daughter's father and his delusion. He wants to use my daughter as a therapy doll for his wife that recently lost a child. A lot of people were worried for my daughter and me and I truly appreciate it. We're both safe. She's currently having a great vacation with her godparents and I'm currently making my own arrangements to move on. My lawyer is working hard on keeping everything in order. I know a cease and desist was his first action and we're going for no contact. He says we have a solid case and hopefully this will be resolved relatively fast. And by that, I mean a year or two. We did get a temporary restraining order. It's only until our first court date, but after it could be extended. I haven't had direct contact with Jeff. He lawyered up too and tried to send a threat to take full custody. My lawyer laughed at it since his reasoning was parental alienation except I have proof I tried for years to have him involved. Apparently, turning in a few emails showing my attempts was enough to get them to change parental alienation to a different reasoning. My lawyer is not worried in all honesty. For now, I've decided after much thinking that moving is going to be necessary. 
It won't be something I can do on a whim, but I'll be looking into new houses within the month to hopefully move some time this year. School will remain the same, but we'll be speaking to the admin to make sure only certain people can pick her up. And part of that decision has been to hire a private driver. He's someone I absolutely trust and has worked for relatives in the past. So I'm very comfortable with the idea and so is my daughter. Now I just have to make sure they don't go for fast food every day after school. Things in all honesty are not that scary right now. I have a good lawyer, good evidence, and my little girl is happy and healthy. I'm just going to focus on working on things little by little. Because of the legal proceedings, I don't think I'll be posting any updates anytime soon. And to those sending PMs telling me I'm horrible for keeping my daughter from her father, or telling me I shouldn't have had her in the first place, please kindly speak to the void. I'm too busy. And the top comments on OP's final post there was... From frequent couple who says oh my goodness i just went back and read your post and i got chills and was terrified for you and your daughter yes his wife needs therapy but he's disgusting for wanting to use your daughter that way then send her back when his wife heals and it would be as before just wow he does not deserve any time with your daughter i'm happy that you guys are safe and healthy okay cap says right can you imagine if he borrowed katie She'd be so messed up mentally by how that woman would treat her and using a different name. Oh my god, OP is one smart, amazing, strong woman, trying to raise her daughter and do everything to keep her safe, etc. Worrying about worst case scenario possibilities. I had a thought as I was reading this update. I am also so glad the father went no contact from the beginning. I can't begin to imagine if he had some sort of involvement, custody, and some sort of rights. OP, you are mother of the year. Wishing you and your daughter the best dealing with this nightmare. Hugs. You're in my bubble says, I am so relieved to hear that things are working out in your favor. That little girl is lucky to have such a fierce mama bear. You are doing what is right for your daughter and that is all that matters. Think about negative small-minded people. Keep moving forward. I hope you both have a terrific year. I suggest putting your daughter and you in a self-defense class. Hopefully it will never be needed, but knowing what you do in a dangerous situation is very empowering. Opie says it's among a few plans once we're more settled. Now, that was taking a turn that I wasn't expecting by the second update. You know, I, I, I found the behavior very, very weird at the start, the way that he immediately started saying, my family this, my family that during the PTA meetings, but then the wife and stuff being involved and oh my word. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story is coming from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit. Doesn't have an update as yet from Safe Conversation 286 and says, Am I the Arsehole for calling my step siblings suffocating and refusing to participate in family vacations? My dad got married to Liz four years ago. I, 15 male, was spending equal amounts of time with both my mum and dad, and the custody schedule was me swapping houses each week. Liz has three kids from her first marriage, and those kids are 10, 8, and 7 now. The kids were clingy from the day they moved in, but then in June and July 2020, I was living there exclusively because my mum ended up in the hospital. I couldn't do anything without the kids being in my face then, and every time I asked dad and Liz to help me stop them, they refused and the kids didn't listen to me saying no. My dad told me I would never get another chance to have siblings and to embrace and nurture the relationship with them. I told him this was making them feel more like burdens than siblings. He told me I was too young to see them that way 
and dismissed my need for space. It was a huge relief when my mum got better and I could go to her house for breaks. By the time I was 12, I asked my mum if she could go to court to change the custody deal so I could spend more time with her. I was 13 when it was successful. My dad was upset and Liz was kind of mad that her kids would miss me more than they did while I was at dad's. My uncle, dad's brother and his husband even said how strangely clean the kids were. They found it weird that every time I was with my mum, the kids would be asking when I would come home and why they couldn't see me. I wouldn't even be gone a day. They would ask that. They started that before we even knew each other a year. I spend way less time with my dad now. I went on vacation with him, Liz and the kids last June and it was miserable. My vacation was basically spending all that week with the kids and following them around and doing stuff they liked. On Christmas Eve, I spent a few hours at my dad's because the court still asks for that. So I was there and my step-siblings were being super clingy and telling me not to go. I should be there with them at Christmas. They demanded that they get invited to my mum's house and Liz asked me how I could leave and miss out on a family Christmas and hurt my siblings so much. Dad told me on the drive back to mum's. He told me that I should be taking responsibility more seriously. I took a three-week break from them, but the 10-year-old called me daily during those three weeks. Then dad announced we're going on vacation again in May, and he was saying it was a place I wanted to go. I decided right there I was not going to ruin a place I'd always wanted to go by being smothered by my step-siblings. And I told dad that they can go, but I won't, and that I won't be going on vacation with them again. He was surprised, and he told me that I had to go, I said I don't and I won't and he asked me for one good reason why I told him step siblings would ruin it by suffocating me and that he and Liz would do nothing about it dad called my attitude nasty and said I should be ashamed of myself talking about them like that am I the arsehole absolutely not the arsehole to me in this situation and it just sounds like they're damaging that relationship you know, they're the ones that should have stepped in and put in some boundaries from the very beginning once they noticed that you were being smothered, etc, etc. And they did know about it. And to blame you for it, take, saying that you need to take your responsibility more seriously and your attitude is nasty, is even worse. They're actively destroying that relationship, which there was the possibility it could have been a great one had it been sort of nurtured in the right way. Comfortable C says, not the arsehole. Your dad and Liz are failing you and your step-siblings. There needs to be boundaries for the kids. If they had done this from the first, you might have been able to develop feelings for your step-sibs. The way they treated you and them guaranteed that you will never want to be around them at all. Opie says, yep. I think there might be an actual relationship now if they have helped set things up better. Instead, I do not enjoy a single second of being near those kids and sometimes... I feel like we're the meme where I'm running from them and they're screaming, let me love you as they chase after me. Worth season says not the asshole. Get the feeling with the kids bothering you. Dad and Liz do not have to take care of them. This behavior is so wrong. Three young children should not be this dependent on another child. And shame on dad and Liz for allowing this to happen and for it to continue. Opie says, yeah, I've thought about that, but also in their minds, it probably looks good as well. Even though my uncles have said it's strange and they're not directly on the inside, I can imagine Liz thinking how wonderful they look if I'm adored so much by her kids and we all spend so much time together. A beer in a book says, not the asshole. Dad and Liz can go and find another babysitter for the vacation. Shame on both of them for ignoring Opie's reasonable ask for a bit of space from the siblings that materialized around him. 
Additional shame for them encouraging the sibling's OP fetish. I'll totally dig in on not going. Sounds like no matter what the location, this isn't a vacation for OP. OP says it's not and it would spoil something I've wanted to do since I was six. I'd rather wait until I go with my mum and best friend in a couple of years, which is something we have talked about a lot. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it if you was the OP? Maybe you got a different solution to the matter. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world. Thank you so much for being involved. Truly, you are incredible. In bloody credible. <laughs> and I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 